You are listening to The Viewpoint on the Station of the Year. And I do have my guest, Kimal Harvey, candidate attorney in the LRC's Cape Town office. Uh, the Global Coalition for Tech Justice, of which the Legal Resources Center is a member, launched the 2024 Year of Democracy campaign to advocate for big tech companies to design fully and equitably resourced action plans for the protection of fundamental rights and freedoms. These plans should create a digital environment conducive to free and fair elections, free from hate speech and manipulation. Good evening, um, uh, Kimal, and welcome to The Viewpoint. Good evening, and thank you for having me, and hello to Elizabeth. So, Global Coalition for Tech Justice, launching 2024, Year of Democracy campaign with local support uh, from Legal Resources Center. In a, in a layman's terms, in a nutshell, what are we talking about here? So on the on the fifteenth of um, September, um, which is International Day of Democracy, we we launched the campaign. As you said, um, the idea is that we are leading up next year in twenty twenty four to a what's been called a tsunami of elections globally. So South Africa isn't the only country that's having an election next year. I think there's about fifty five other countries that are also. Um, no, sorry, not just about 70 countries that are hosting elections um, next year. And the idea behind the Global Coalition for Tech Justice is, is acknowledging that the election space at the moment is a, is a completely new one to what we've been used to in the past. And that is in the sense that the online space has become, if not the most important space for um, ca- um, election campaigning. And so we've, as the coalition, asked, the big tech companies like Meta, Google, um, X, and TikTok, and other companies like them to play their role in protecting citizens on these online spaces. So when they're interacting with campaign um, resources, they know that, that those resources are free from misinformation um, and also free from hate speech in, ter- um, in terms of protected categories, especially in South Africa, which has a strong constitutional democracy and it's exceptionally important to us that especially against hate speech that we are protected um, from. But can we really be, uh, you know, protected that much from, I mean, social media these days, you know, we know we've been struggling just worldwide with false reporting, manipulated reporting. Are we, do we really have that foolproof that, you know, we will be protected? Or are there, could there be um, other means and ways to make sure we're protected can we be that foolproof? I'm not entirely sure how, if we can get to 100% foolproof. I do agree with you in that sentiment. But I do think that when we look at the companies that I've just mentioned, we're talking about some of the richest um, and wealthiest companies in the world that have a plethora of resources to implement these action plans, as you mentioned, that we've asked for. Um, I think specifically what we're asking for is that these platforms protect um, the branches of their their social media websites in in countries like South Africa, and and contextualize it. And, and what I mean by that is that when adverts from um, campaign um, election campaigners come, that they do proper moderation of it, not only in terms of misinformation but also in terms of hate speech. Uh, they have the resources to say, oh this fact that you're putting out is not true because we have access to the internet as well and 
and an AI technology that is able to pick that up. I mean, of course, these these platforms have a what's known as a two-step verification process where it goes through an AI um, like fact-checking and moderation, and then it gets to a human. Now, obviously, we need to acknowledge that there's never going to be enough humans in the world to moderate all these things. And so what we have to ask for in these fully and equitably resourced action plans is that also that AI thing is it's set up in such a way that it understands the culture that it's operating in. So if it's in South Africa, it needs to understand that we operate differently to people in America or in Europe, and the AI needs to be set up to deal with that. Yeah. And just out of interest, Zimbabwe had their elections not so long ago. From from where you are, what have you seen to be the you know the outstanding issue, the biggest issue that we are faced with in terms of you know what you're trying to mitigate? The the, the biggest issue is the sort of the free for all that these websites offer. We've run a um, campaign with an affiliate organization called the um, Global Witness, where we effectively posted 38 adverts onto the social media um, websites that I've mentioned. Um, and, and we specifically picked out from real-world examples of actual xenophobic and awful um, examples of xenophobic content. And when, when, when we say we posted these adverts, we're not just going through the normal process of where you go on your Facebook and you type something and you press post. We're talking about these websites, ad campaign um, side, which means that you, you set up a business or a campaign or a political party or whatever it is, you give money to these websites, and then before these adverts ever see the public eye, they need to go through the moderator. Because with something like an advert, it's getting greater um, reach than any old individual person's um, website. So the biggest issue here is that when political parties are using this this side of social media, they're getting greater reach. And so therefore they need to be under greater scrutiny scrutiny when they are posting these things. And And of course, as I mentioned, these companies aren't, even though they say they are, they aren't set up properly in the countries that we, we're talking about. So South Africa, Zimbabwe, Brazil, Ethiopia, Ireland, Kenya, Myanmar, just as some other examples, that they haven't set up their moderation processes properly, where that when content like this goes up, they're not set up to say, oh, no, this is misinformation, or, oh, no, this is hate speech in this context. And I think that's the biggest problem, especially when we're leading up to an election. And voters need to be able to trust the information that the political parties or other persons are putting out. Mm. And, you know, I'm, I'm just sitting and thinking in terms of are there any nations that have come up with concepts that, you know, where their moderation process is perfect or maybe, let's say, maybe not perfect, but let's say maybe 80 85% perfect, that we can take a page from? I mean, the, the UK and, and the US, for example, went through this very issue in 2020, and, and I think it was 2021 with the UK, in, in terms of the, the Donald Trump election, um, as well as the Brexit referendum. Those campaigns were rife with misinformation um, on social media websites. And, and since then, these companies have um, 
rectify their moderation systems so that they can deal with that. But that's only in that context. And Europe, for example, have have um, regional legislation that they've set up that are well set up to deal with their context. And funny enough, I mean, our legislative protections that we have at the moment are very much modeled on that um, that regional code there in Europe. But the problem is, is that that's a code set up and developed for the European context. And what we need to ask these tech companies in collaboration with our own government to do is to, to rethink that, not just be lazy and set up a, a take a template from another space and realize that we are a different country and we need different protections. But that, that doesn't necessarily mean that we don't need to listen to international human rights and electoral standards. Those are important things to think about in protecting. Mm. Kemal Harvey, candidate attorney in the LRC's Cape Town office. Uh, Global Coalition for Tech Justice launches 2024 Year of Democracy campaign with local support from Legal Resources Center. If somebody is keen and uh, want more information, I think I need to wrap it up very quickly because I've got my news desk really waiting for me anxiously. Uh, wh- where do we go? The Legal Resources Center has websites, social medias, um, and, and on that we have posted the links to the Global Coalition's um, campaign and any information that they need and to get involved or to support, they can find us there. Great stuff. The I, I think because we're going to the polls 2024, I think we're going to be having these conversations um, quite often. But thank you so much for giving us your time, Kemal. Have yourself a pleasant uh, Heritage Weekend. Thank you. Have a good evening. Bye-bye. Bye for now. Greg is standing by with the news just gone after nine.